Chapter forty eight of the Wild Huntress. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shafta, Oakland, California. The Wild Huntress by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter forty eight the abandoned bouquet having passed bent's fort a wide celebrity of trapper lord whilom the scene of many wild revel of the mountain men but now abandoned in the ruins we arrived at the confluence of the huerfano as we expected the trace turned up the valley of this latter stream thus deciding the route taken by the caravan we rode on through a forest of grand cottonwoods and willows and at about seven miles distant from the mouth of the huerfano river reached a point where the caravan had crossed over to its left bank on the other side we could see the ground of their encampment of the night before we could tell it by the fresh traces of animals and wagons debris of the morning's repast and half-burnt faggots of the fires that had cooked it still sending up their clouds of oozing smoke the stream at this point was fordable and crossing over we stood upon the deserted campground with singular emotions i walked amid the smouldering fires forming conjectures as to which of them might have been graced by that fair presence where had she passed the night and what had occupied her thoughts were those gentle words still lingering in her memory were they upon her lips it was pleasant for me to repeat them i did not need to draw the writing forth long since were the lines fixed in my remembrance oft through my heart had vibrated the burden of that sweet song i think of thee i think of thee my reflections were not altogether unmingled with pain love cannot live without doubts and fears jealousy is an infallible concomitant ever present as the thorn with the rose how could i hope that one hour of my presence had been sufficient to inspire in that young bosom the passion of a life it could scarcely be other than a slight impression a passing admiration of some speech word or gesture too transient to be true perhaps i was already forgotten perhaps only remembered with a smile instead of a sigh though still but a short time since our parting many scenes had since transpired many events had occurred in the life of that young creature to give it experience forms of equal perhaps superior elegance had come before her eye might not one of these have made its image upon her heart the caravan was not a mere conglomeration of coarse rude adventurers there were men of all classes composing it 
not a few of accomplished education not a few who using a hackneyed phrase were men of the world familiar with its ways and its wiles and who perfectly understood all those intricate attentions and delicate lures by which the virgin heart is approached and captured there were military men too those ever to be dreaded rivals in love young officers of the escort laced booted and spurred bedecked moreover with that mysterious influence which authority ever imparts to its possessor could these be blind to the charms of such a travelling companion impossible or could she her young bosom just expanding to receive the god of love fail to acknowledge the nearest form as his image painfully improbable it was therefore with feelings of no very pleasant kind that i sought around for some souvenir the remains of a fire a little apart from the rest near the edge of a piece of copsewood drew my attention it looked as if it had been a spot on which some family group had encamped i was led to this conjecture by observing some flowers scattered near for the grassy sward showed no other sign the flowers betokened the presence of womankind fair faces or one at least had beamed in the light of that fire i felt morally certain of it i approached the spot the shrubbery around was interlaced with wild roses while blue lupins and scarlet pelargoniums sparkled over the glade under the sheltering protection of the trees by the edge of the shrubbery lay a bouquet that had evidently been put together with some care dismounting i took it up my fingers trembled as i examined it for even in this slight object i read indications of design the flowers were of the rarest and prettiest of many kinds that grew not near they had been plucked elsewhere some one had given both time and attention to their collection and arrangement who it would have been idle to shape even a conjecture but for a circumstance that appeared to offer a certain clue and not without bitter thoughts did i try to unwind it the thread which was warped around the flower-stalk was of yellow silk the strands were finely twisted and i easily recognized the bullion from the tassel of a sash that thread must have been taken from the sash of a dragoon officer had the bouquet been a gift to whom and by whom here all conjecture should have ended but not without a feeling of painful suspicion did i examine those trivial signs and the feeling continued to annoy me long after i had flung the flowers at my feet a reflection came to my relief which went far toward restoring my spirit 
its equanimity if a gift and to lillian holt she had scarcely honored it else how could the flowers have been there had they been forgotten or left unregarded there was consolation in either hypothesis and in the trust that one or the other was true i sprang back into my saddle and with a more cheerful heart rode away from the spot End of chapter forty eight